You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ben Larson. You can find me on the Twitter there. Hey, at Lockdown Brewers is the show handle. And uh, at Cheesehead Talks with an S at the end. At Cheesehead Talks with an S at the end is the uh, personal Twitter handle. So go follow me. Also, Facebook.com slash Lockdown Brewers. You can follow the show there as well and get your social media groove on. And uh, we'll talk about... The Brewers and how they're playing right now. Losers of four in a row. They're four games back of first place in the Central Division. They have been swept by the Cubs at Wrigley Field. A terrible, terrible, no good, bad, disgusting weekend for the Brewers, which we'll recap in a little bit here with three up, three down. It was very unfortunate and uh, just sad. So we'll talk about that coming up. Uh, also, we'll have the state of the crew as we do every Monday. I'm going to have a every every Monday now. I'm going to have a word to sum up the state of the crew, uh, with the exception of next Monday, which I'll explain in a minute. But uh, well, the state of the crew is blank, and I'll I'll uh, give you the word. And as you can imagine, the word's not positive today because it's not positive. So we'll talk about that coming up uh, on the podcast here, and get into the overarching factors and what's leading the Brewers to struggle so much here. Uh, losers of five out of six. They are one and five to start the road trip. They have three left in Pittsburgh starting tonight. And then an off day and then back home. So we'll talk about all that. Also, Dr. Scott will join us on tomorrow's show. Sabermetrics Brewers genius Dr. Scott. We'll talk to him about some of the key Sabermetrics stats for the Brewers, uh, including the offense. Is it is it underperforming expectations? How far off are they? You'd have to you'd have to assume the answer is yes, but how far off are they, uh, according to career analytics for the Brewer players that are struggling here? So we'll talk about that coming up on tomorrow's show. The new Locked On NFL is on fire. Last week it was one of the most listened to NFL shows with expert analysis from former NFL scout Matt Williamson and hosted by Brian Peacock. Locked On NFL is your daily national podcast and all things NFL with Matt's unique take on the game. Follow Locked On NFL now on your favorite podcast provider. Three up, three down. Okay, let's talk about the weekend. We start with three up. I had to search for the ups because you can imagine it wasn't very pretty. So I'll start with this. Gio Gonzalez was good. You know, he was good on uh, Saturday for the Brewers. Uh, looking forward to another start by him, and he did a good job. Four and a third. Maybe could have gone a little further in the game. Uh, five hits, only one earned run. He ended up throwing 71 pitches and was replaced uh, in the uh, lineup. I, You know, he got a runner on in the fifth, and, and Craig Council went to Matt Elbers. And I guess you can't blame him because Elbers went one and two-thirds and, and uh, allowed nothing. But um, 
a little surprising they couldn't go deeper in the game with Gonzalez. But, again, uh, he was good. He was good for the second straight start. Maybe gives you a little hope about his turn in the rotation here as it comes up for the Brewers. So that's the up. Or that's one of the ups. Second up, uh, Mike Moustakas had six hits. That's the positive. He had six hits. Uh, got his average up a, a little bit there. Uh, I'll check it here as I talk. Moustak is up to 268 on the season. He started the series as my uh, internet refreshes here. Oh, nah, it just it threw me to another page. Okay, here we go. It refreshed. It was 263. So he, he raised his average five points, which is not easy to do this time of year. So a good series by Moustakis. That's the, the plus side. The downside is they were all singles. And you look for more from Mike Moustakis than just singles. But... Uh, you know, he got on base, which is more than a lot of Brewers can say. <laughs> the third up, Christian Yelich and uh, and Trent Grisham home runs on Sunday. Yelich leads the lead 37 home runs. So looking good there. And Grisham had his first career hit and his first career home run. Hitting in the leadoff spot, which is interesting. Uh, Lorenzo Cain did not play. And so the Brewers, you know... It's not like they're just sticking to guys and, and going down, you know, taking the ship down. I mean, Lorenzo Cain struggled uh, all season long. He got the cryogenic uh, surgery injection thing, but he's still struggling. And so Trent Grisham's been called up, and he got in there against Oakland, and then Craig Council put him in the leadoff spot yesterday, and he, he responded big time. Three hits, a home run, a single. So really good from Grisham. And uh, we'll see. I mean, he's just a rookie, and he's just a fresh rookie here. So I don't think you count on him necessarily. But you're, you're sending a message to the team. You know, I know they, they sent earlier in the year a hero back down, and and uh, they gave Shaw a chance. Well, it didn't work out, and they made the move. And they've been doing some other, you know, some other things to get guys up and in the lineup because they're trying to make this thing work. And uh, Grisham was a spark yesterday. Just uh, the rest of the team wasn't besides Grisham and Yelich. So uh, those are the ups. The downs, well, the offense, uh, two for 17 in the series with runners in scoring position. After that, I didn't even tally the uh, Oakland numbers on top of that. I think they were two for 20, something like that, uh, if I remember right. Uh, we were talking about on Friday on the podcast, but awful, just awful. They are now back down to last place in the National League with runners in scoring position. I believe their batting average is something like 244. Uh, and so just a dead offense, can't get guys home, can't deliver on threats, very frustrating. And on top of that, only six extra base hits. The Brewers had some home runs in the series, but uh, just six extra base hits for the Brewers in three games, just not going to get it done. And it's just a, a lifeless offense right now. And I know they're slumping, and it's not, it, it's as bad as it's been, and they are typically better, but they haven't been great this year when you thought they would be, you know? So we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, second down, Zach Davies. Another bad outing. Four innings pitch, four earned runs. Uh, just couldn't get it together on Friday at Wrigley Field. Uh, not very good. And it's three in a row that haven't been very good for Zach Davies. And you kind of wonder where his arrow's pointed here. Will he pull it back together and, and give you some good outings? Because he did do that. He blew up earlier in the year. I remember that start in San Francisco. And then he had another bad one. And then he pulled it together and was pretty good. And... And uh, it's worse this time. Three straight terrible outings, although this was the best of the three. And so he's going to get the ball in Pittsburgh. We'll see what happens. The third down, uh, Jeremy Jeffress, Junior Guerra, Freddie Peralta all had their issues in the bullpen for the Brewers. You know, look, I, I still, and, and we'll come back to this year, I still think the offense is the major problem. And Jeremy Jeffress is an interesting case because he is pitching himself out of high leverage situations, but he's not getting shelled. 
He's given up a run pretty much every time out, it seems like. Uh, but they're not smoking the ball all over the field on him. But they're doing enough, right? And he always makes you nervous. And you can't really trust him in a tight game late. And so he's not been pitching in those situations. But the situations he comes into, he's still giving up a run here, a run there. And it's not good. Uh, Junior Guerra, both the, the common denominator, I think, between Jefferson and Guerra is they can't throw their split-finger fastball. They can't throw the splitter that has made them so effective in the past. And maybe it's the new baseballs here, the juice balls. They can't get a good feel for it. It's just a non-existent pitch for them. So instead, Jeffers hangs a curveball, and Garrett tries to rely on his fastball, and they just haven't been as effective, not nearly as they as they could be. Third down, or excuse me, uh, not third down. Part of that third down also was uh, uh, Freddie Peralta, who had a bad outing. Not just one bad outing. He's been generally pretty good, but he did not do well in his outing. Uh, I believe was that on Friday at uh, Wrigley Field. It all blends together when you lose three in a row. Uh, wasn't wasn't very good no matter what here for the Brewers and uh, it just resulted in a, a terrible loss that was on Saturday uh, that Peralta came in two thirds of an inning allowed the two earned runs and just looked lost and had to be pulled so you know you're going to have those bumps in the road every now and again but it wasn't good for Peralta or the Brewer bullpen for the most part over the weekend Brewers swept out of Chicago and uh, down in the division now to the Cubs by four games and it's still early August very early in August but is this rock bottom as we look at our main takeaways from the series, or will it get worse? <laughs> Your thoughts. I might, uh, I'll throw up a Twitter poll on that. I'll remember to do that here. So it should be up by the time you hear it. Uh, check us out on Twitter at Lockdown Brewers and uh, go vote. Is this rock bottom for the Brewers, or will it get worse? So we'll, uh, we'll ask that question. I don't know. I, look, I'm going to bet with no money, <laughs> I'm going to bet that it's rock bottom. Okay, I'm gonna bet that this is the low point of the season. Cause I'm, you know me if I've listened, if you listen to the podcast, I, I I'm not here to sugarcoat things or pretend things aren't as bad as they are. I I try to call it out when it's bad, and I've been calling out a lot of stuff here the last week. But I also am a typically a glass half full guy, and I just look at this team and I think, well, it's it's got to be better than this, right? Got to be. And uh, somebody will tell me you're, you're an idiot. You're drinking the Kool Aid, Ben. It's not. This isn't a very good team. Okay, but I just don't I just really don't quite believe that. You know? I really don't. Braun's having a good year. Keston here, we know what he's done. Christian Yelich is having another MVP type performance. You know, Mike Mustakis, like we said, is is hitting the ball well. You know, it, it it's it can't be this bad. They've got to be a little better. Time is running out here, but so I'm I'm gonna call it today. I'm gonna call it rock bottom. And uh, talk to me uh, in a couple weeks. We'll see where we're at. Uh, Just the offense is a major disappointment. We'll get into that during the State of the Crew segment here. But it's just not what you expected it to be. And you thought that, you know, with the signings of of Moustakis and Grandal in the offseason, you thought, well, that'll lengthen out the lineup and this is going to be a good offensive club all year. They're just not. Even with this, the fact they're slumping right now. Look at their overall stats particularly runs per game it's just you know middle of the road it's not very good and that's a big that's that, to me that is a major disappointment uh for the brewers this year it's just too bad i sometimes you can't explain this stuff you know i don't quarrel with what david stern's put together on this team it it just isn't working out uh and, and you know the pitching struggling here over the series you can see that obviously particularly in late in the game. But when you when you can't score runs, going back to the Oakland series, going back to this series, and you continually put, put your 
pit, put your pitching staff under that kind of pressure. I'm upset, okay? I can't talk straight. When you put your pitching staff under that kind of pressure consistently, it's just not going to work. You know, you can't win games 2-1, to 3-2. to two. The magic number is always 4. It is for every team. Typically, if you score more than four runs a game, you're going to have success. If you score less than four runs a game, you're going to have failure. There's always exceptions, but that's the general rule, and the Brewers can't do it. They're just unable to get over that four-run mark. They're unable to get guys home. They're unable to hit home runs, uh, and it's struggling, and it's hard to watch. So we will uh, pick up this conversation in a minute. Let's hear from Craig Council first, who basically says, you know what, we got to figure it out in Pittsburgh, and guys have to step up. I mean, it's been a rough stretch, and I think offensively, uh, you know, we need someone to, I mean, I'd, I'd say pitching-wise either, you need, a, you need a big performance. You know, you, this is the kind of time when we need a bunch of guys to step up. That's how we're going to put together good streaks, a bunch, of, a bunch of guys to step up and, and have good performances. All right, we'll have the state of the crew coming up, <laughs> see if the Brewers can figure it out in Pittsburgh, as Craig Council is uh, sort of praying for probably at this point. Uh, but we'll talk about the weekly state of the crew. I'll give you the... The final analysis, the final judgment on what the state of the crew is. Uh, that's coming up in just a little bit here. You're locked on Brewers. Have you heard of Postmates? If not, you should check it out. I say this as someone who does not have time to just run to the store anymore. I got three kids, got a full-time job, got a daily podcast that you're listening to now. I just don't have the time. That's where a service like Postmates comes into play. They have set up an infrastructure that enables me to just use the Postmates app, have someone deliver me the items I need from the store, what once took at least 90 minutes to two hours from you know figuring out what I needed to running to the store, to shopping, to dealing with the crowds, to coming back home, putting everything away. Now it just takes me 10 minutes to find out what I need and send the order, and the time saved is huge. takes a lot of stress out of my life, my family life, Happy wife, happy life. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So check out Postmates.com for more information and start making life more efficient. Fantasy football players, make sure you listen to Vinny Lyre and Locked On Fantasy Football. Vinny gives you the edge with over 20 years covering fantasy football. Don't listen to the same stuff as everyone else. Then you're the same. Who wants to be the same? Get the edge from Vinny that will put you ahead on draft day and put you ahead all season long. Locked On Fantasy Football on your favorite podcast provider. All right, time now for our Monday edition. We do it every Monday, the state of the crew as we look at the past week and the overall picture, the 10,000-foot view, as you were, if you will, about the uh, state of the crew. And uh, I would suggest that the state of the crew is, I had to give it one word title, depressing. Right? It's depressing. Man, it is hard when you're not scoring runs to be a fan of a baseball team. It's hard to be a player on a baseball team when you're not scoring runs, right? I mean, this is this is not easy. Not easy to be a pitcher. Not easy to be a manager, a coach. Nothing's easy when you can't score. Even if you're losing when you score, it's at least a little better, although I know it's very frustrating. You know, if you have a bad bullpen or your starters can't uh, hold teams down, I get that. Losing stinks. It just is what it is, right? But when you're not scoring and, you know, you get to the fourth, fifth inning, you're down 3-1, to one, you feel like you might as well be down 12-1, to one, right? And it's it's been that way for the last week. And you start thinking what's going to go wrong instead of what's going to go right. And that's been uh, a feeling for the Brewers way too often since the month of June. And here we are. Uh, so it's depressing. It's hard to deal with. <laughs> you know, it really is. 
I can understand if, if uh, you flipped off the game and you do something to make yourself feel better and you might check back in on the 5th or the 7th or the 8th. And by then it's even more depressing, or at least it was over the weekend. So that's where we're at right now. And this is a slump, you know, and Brewers have lost five of six. And they will probably snap out of it, and they'll probably have a stretch in here where they win five of six. But they're going to need more than that, and I don't know if it's coming. I've had confidence all along. You've listened to this podcast. If you've been listening for, you know, any length of time, you know I've had confidence all along, and I keep saying they're going to get hot. They're going to get hot. Well, they won eight of 11 a few weeks ago, right, a couple, three weeks ago, whatever it was, and you, you felt good, felt better. But beyond that, they haven't really gotten hot. And, and I still say, mainly because I have kept saying it, that they're going to get hot. Uh, at some point, I don't know if it'll be enough, but you know, I, I keep saying they're gonna get hot, uh, and I'm just I'm gonna stick by it because I, I've kept saying it. <laughs> and I, again, like I was saying earlier here, you look at the lineup, you look at the team, and you think they've got to get hot at some point. They've got to put it together, right? It's got to happen. Too many good hitters, quality players in this lineup to not have that happen, and I still believe that. But it's being tested. <laughs> it's, I imagine it is for you as well. Look, let's just look at the stats, okay? The Brewers rank 15th in Major League Baseball and runs scored. That's for the season. The big problem is they're last in the National League in, in hitting with runners in scoring position, 244 average. You know, the pitching staff has not been great, but we expected a step back, particularly in the bullpen this year. We thought the Brewer offense could make up for a lot of it, and they haven't done it. You know, and that's the reason the Brewers sit here just a game over 500 as we begin playing Pittsburgh tonight. And the other thing that that is going wrong recently is that the Brewers are depending and always have been dependent on hitting home runs, which to a certain extent has driven me nuts for years. And I get it. You build this club for Miller Park and, you know, you have to have home run hitters and I don't disagree, but they're just unable to manufacture runs or get hits to drive runners in, right? And that's, again, going back to being last in the league with runners in scoring position. It's just so frustrating. And so they haven't been able to hit the home run recently uh, this entire road trip. I mean, they've hit a few, but they've been solo shots and they haven't been that impactful. I mean, a couple were meaningful. You know, they lost a game in Oakland where they, they, you know, tied the score twice with a home run. But other than that, you know, some have come late in garbage time. And Christian Yelich led off uh, the Brewers scoring on Sunday with a home run. But Cubs answered right away. So it's been tough. Uh, and, and the other thing is, you know, I keep talking about holes in the lineup where maybe it was Orlando Arcia. But Yasmani Grandal has been bad for a while now. Right. And I, I'm sorry I didn't talk about it or wasn't on it earlier. But he's just been bad. And I know he's getting on base still with walks and a hit here and there, but he hasn't hit a home run since we landed on the moon. I mean, it's been a long, long time. He's been stuck on 19. I'd have to check your age. I meant to look but didn't if he's even hit one since the All-Star break. I mean, the guy is just not driving the ball. And you knew he's a streaky hitter, but streaky means you have some ups, and he hasn't had them here in a long time. I hope he can break out of it soon. Uh, because he was really good in the first half and, of course, got to the All-Star game because of it. So the state of the crew, again, depressing, right? Because it's hard. It's depressing. It's hard to deal with this. And you hope they snap out of it as as rough as it's been. Four games back, August 5th is a long way to go. But when you're just a game over 500 and you're floundering, it doesn't feel that good. 
However, if they do get hot, <laughs> carrying that and throwing that carrot out there for weeks now, if they do get hot, it's going to be a lot of fun because they're still right in it. They still got plenty of games left against the Cubs, more games left against the Cardinals. So the state of the crew can get a lot better. It can move out of depressing. It can get better. And we just have to see if it does. I mean, it, I guess it's baby steps at this point. Figure out a way to beat a Pittsburgh team that's fallen even more on their face than the Brewers. The Pirates are really struggling. And they've dropped completely out of things. They're a dead last place team. We know in recent weeks that's been bad news for the Brewers to play a last place team. But they'd also played winning teams well. And that didn't happen this week. So maybe the tide is turning. And they can actually beat bad teams starting with Pittsburgh here tonight. Uh, it's going to be Jordan Lyles back on the hill for the Brewers. Can he back up his performance from in the Oakland uh, game uh, last time the Brewers won a game where he was really good. He's returning to the scene of uh, the carnage where he was awful in Pittsburgh uh, into PNC Park tonight. Can he you know, work his curveball as well, the fastball? Pirates have seen him. They know what he has to offer, so he won't have that advantage that he did over an A's team, and we'll see how he can, he can fare here. Dario Agranzal. Uh, is the pitcher for the Pirates 2-2, two and two, his ERA 3.65. He's had seven starts in the majors. He's a rookie. He did face the Brewers on July 6th and got the win, six innings, five hits, two earned runs. And so the Brewers will be seeing him for the second time. And can they pounce and figure out a way to snap out of it and get the job done? We'll see, starting tonight. And, of course, we'll recap it tomorrow on the show. Also, Dr. Scott will join us tomorrow. We'll talk with him, of course, about Brewer analytics. I'll, we'll dive into the offense just as a team. And I know I've done this before, but I just want to kind of see analytically where this stacks up with the guys who we have the sabermetric stats on from previous years. How far are they underperforming You know where they should be? Is it a, a drastic difference, or was it never built that well? You know, well, I want to get a real answer here from Dr. Scott, so we'll talk about that on tomorrow's show and look forward to that as we do every week. So programming note, I am headed out uh, tomorrow. Uh, we'll, we'll recap the game from tonight, and we'll have the show for you tomorrow, but then I am off the rest of the week, and I don't have a substitute or a host to fill in. So we're not going to do game updates. We're not going to do, uh, you know, current episodes as it relates to talking about the current games. I'm just not going to be available to do it. I'm I'm going to be on a, a boat. Uh, <laughs> we're going on a cruise, so I'm not going to be here. And instead, I have uh, already interviewed uh, the play-by-play broadcasters for the four, or at least four of the top four affiliates for the Brewers, talking about the Timber Rattlers, the Carolina Mudcats, the Biloxi Shuckers, and the San Antonio Missions. The the four play-by-play guys for those teams were nice enough to grab some time on the phone with me, and I did some interviews talking about prospects, talking about the instructional uh, techniques of the Brewers and, and how their teams have fared this week. So I thought it was really uh, an interesting thing, interesting to talk to all those guys. And th- those will be the four shows here uh, going in through Monday next week, and then we'll have Dr. Scott again next Tuesday. Uh, we'll do a, a just a general topic on sabermetrics and then I'll be back next week, Wednesday, with uh, live shows again uh, because I'm I'm gone and out of town through Tuesday next week. So that is what's happening. Uh, but 
you know, you can tune in and get some perspective on the Brewers minor league system. I thought that'd be a, kind of an interesting thing to do while I wasn't available. So that's what will comprise the podcast after tomorrow's show. We'll still talk about uh, the Pirates game coming up tonight, and then that'll be the show the rest of the week. So sorry, but everybody needs vacation. And, you know, when I'm depressed by the Brewers, <laughs> vacation's a good idea. So hopefully they get red hot and I can jump right back in next week and have good things to talk about. Uh, in the meantime, check us out on Twitter at Cheesehead Talks or at Lockdown Brewers. Also, Facebook.com slash Lockdown Brewers. Again, I'll do the show poll today at our Lockdown Brewers Twitter feed. Is this rock bottom getting swept by the Cubs at Wrigley to fall four back? Is it rock bottom or is there more to go for the Brewers? We'll, uh, we'll chat that up tomorrow and I'll take your uh, poll questions. We'll give you the results tomorrow as well and uh, talk about the opener with the Pirates. Gotta get better. Gotta get better. <laughs> I think. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can subscribe to this show on the new Himalaya Podcast app as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Brewers. I'm Ben Larson. Talk to you tomorrow when we deliver your daily Brewers fix right here on Locked on Brewers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Brewers, yeah.